It was perfect. I did so good. Was it? It was. Trust me. Are you me. sure? Look into my big blue eyes. <gasps> it was no, perfect. The atrocities. <laughs> you can see the all the lives I've taken. The crimes you've seen. <laughs> These hands. What have you done? <laughs> what have you hello amazing friends of our show lordum the podcast where we Build a world before your very ears. Oh my gosh, what a what a excellent promo. Yes, that's right. That's what we do. Because we build a DT. <laughs> I really like the background track. Can we make this a yeah, thing? Uh, so, um, yeah, sir, keep going. Yeah, uh, so so oh man, this is catchy. So yeah, my my cool cats and friends, you know, we bi- we build a and D world before your very ears, as my counterpart said. Um, we do it all to this amazing background trick. We make everything up off the top of our heads. We pick a topic, answer some questions. Uh, it's it's really good stuff. That's actually, honestly, a really impressive trumpet noise. Hey, thanks. Don't break the illusion. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so so today, my friends, do you know what we're going to be doing on Lordum today? Uh, we are going to be building an encounter. <laughs> so it's going to be like a smaller focused battle map style encounter. We don't have a battle map, obviously, but that's what we're going to be doing today. There's trills? Trumpet this is trills. all going to be unusable. It's... <laughs> Hey everybody, how's it going? <laughs> oh, Sean, you're here. You missed yeah, the, the marching player. band. Just had to pass through my bed uh, room. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'm back one. now. We can talk about the, uh, the big episode today, where we're talking about. Uh, we're talking about waiting for Josh to chime in here because I'm kind of floating out in the waste. Joshua, take it away. We're talking about. <laughs> encounter building there it is there it is. thanks for that fucking five minutes of silence <laughs> i'm sorry i encounter building it's revenge today. for the countins is what it is no it's not shush <laughs> <laughs> oh yes we're, we're gonna build an encounter sean are you excited for that we're gonna build a whole like a whole encounter from beginning to end mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so they see mm-hmm. the entire process that's right that sounds insanely cool. And we're going to begin by having you tell us how you start building an encounter. You sure there's nothing else we want to do before that? Uh, am I missing something? No, I was stalling. <laughs> I panicked! Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <coughs> so, encounters. Mm. What are they? Well, those are, are the things good that the, the players absolutely do. Absolutely nothing. You're, you're in a musical mood, Sing and it I again. really dig it. Yeah. Yeah. Good lord. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh, encounters. Encounters are, are good for a lot of things. Yeah, they're good. They they're... can be uh, big climactic set pieces where you escape a crumbling building, or you have to fight off a big group of pirates protecting something on your ship before they steal it away in the night or it could be a big uh a big lobster that tries to get inside of your 
That was a dream I had. Never mind. Forget that one. That one's not it. It's something else. No, we're um, building that encounter, by the way. That's what's going to happen. A big lobster? Big All right, Josh, put it on the list. Lobster big lobster. List. Got it. It's on the list. So today, in our big lobster-themed uh, building, we are going to sort of show you how we would set up an encounter with a large lobster to progress the story forward or add some sort of interesting element. So it's not just about the fighting, because... Fighting gets old after a while. You, know, mm-hmm. you got to have some some aspects that change it up a little bit. And that's an important clarification. Not all encounters are combat encounters. All right, guys, just remember mm-hmm. that encounters can be any sort of uh, challenge or skill-based thing that is presented to the players to overcome. Uh, it could be dealing with a fancy birthday party. Uh, it could be any kind of thing. It doesn't have to be smacking crap over the head. So, Yeah, it can be any sort of thing. It could be social. It could be puzzles. <laughs> it could be conversational, which is gross. Who wants to talk to people? Am I right? God, I love being inside. So, so I have an encounter idea. Is it a big lobster? It's based off of big lobster. Okay, good, because otherwise I was going to get very furious. So, so here's the dealio. You said that it was a dream you had. So I want to go kind of inception direction with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, something to do with like they're all trapped in a regular lobster's dream where the lobster is a giant lobster. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, so there is a it, it's a regular lobster. Yeah. Having a dream about being a bigger lobster. Yeah, and the players get that stuck. The in players it. are inside its dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now show us the roadmap on how we get there, Josh. Well, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing with this idea, but you said dream, and I was like, I want to do this. That's a really good question. How do we? How do our players get to this encounter? Uh, well, well, yeah, they run into a listeners they're, are they're fucking a, humming to know. They're in a swag and fortress, and they run into a telepathic lobster and then they all go to bed and the lobster's telepathy projects into their skulls and they all have a shared dream experience together hmm. don't glare at me i'm sorry we've already done this we're not doing this one uh, we're, not to, we're not doing sharing yeah but i do like the sharing. lobster dream idea. maybe maybe we should avoid lobsters because i immediately will go telepathy Okay, no, no, no. Let's throw everything away. Sometimes this happens in counterbilling, guys. Throw everything away? I Not the lobster. lobster thing. Not the lobster. Well, the lobster's coming back. Lobster Good. stays. I get lobster st- yeah, lobster stays. Uh, giant lobster has fallen asleep in some place that is very inconvenient, turning the dream thing on the inverse, and they can't seem to get it to wake up or move interesting Mm. so like a big snorlax yeah they've got a snorlax but this thing is like 80 feet long and and you know 40 feet tall and in a way they can't swim over yes there's there is an underwater like reef that leads to a triton city and this lobster has fallen asleep in the only way in and out of this like sea cave where the tritons live they can't get their seahorses through. Interesting. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. And why do they need to go to the sea Triton town? Does that not matter? Is that just like another? Well, you know, the they, they, it, there could be many hooks, right? Maybe, you know, yeah, they're with an thousand, orc raiding party. There's a thousand hooks under the, the sea. The, 
The Tritons and the Orcs are at war, or maybe it's a trade thing for the humans on the Azur Isles. You know, like, this is just a... When you approach this city, you run into this encounter, possibly. Okay. So the lobster is sleeping in the doorway to this city, and the people who live there haven't tried to move him? Can't get it to move. Too too big, gotcha. too asleep. Maybe they're on the butt side, so they can't talk to him. Yeah. They're with the big curled-up tail. Yes. And it's even more difficult because lobsters swim backwards. So he really can't move that well. Yeah, he's like, he's wicked stuck, this lobster. He tries to swim out. He just goes deeper and he gets stuck more in that hole. Yeah, he just keeps backing himself into it. Yeah. Yeah, and every time he does it, goes boop, 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 boop. This is just a whale somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Jesus. This is a really dumb encounter. I'm sorry that I've done this no, uh, to us, no, but we're sticking good. with is, it because this is improv. This is, believe it or not, this is what the listeners asked for. We did a poll and we posted a bunch of things on the poll. They ignored all of those and just typed in the comments more lobster content. Mm. When in doubt, I hate lobster everything about this show. Talk about lobsters. So we're giving the people what they want, I guess. I want to escalate the stakes. Okay. This is how we're doing it. Lobsters okay, can so like... Now we, wait, you just said that we can do this now. Whenever yeah. one of us wants to escalate the stakes, we can just interrupt that and say that. Yeah, I want to make okay, this, this worse. Uh, I like how you're chalking that away because you're ready to huh? take no, things off it. the go rails. Uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Fridays. Okay, uh, so... Lobsters can be pretty aggressive with each other. Like, lobsters fight, right? Mm-hmm. Unless they have the rubber bands on them. Yeah. There's an, a lob- another lobster heading this direction. And maybe it's not like a Triton city. It's like a Triton village of some sort. Okay. okay. And they're, like, raring for a fight. And they know that when these lobsters, like the stuck lobster and the other lobs- giant lobster heading this way start fighting, it may level the village. Oh. Or maybe he's trying to get, you know, it's mating season. Maybe he's trying to get it, but he can't get out of the hole to get his lobster things going on. In the <laughs> How do lobsters of... mate, Sean? Fuck. They fuck hard. Do lobsters fuck? <laughs> no, actually. I think they do the thing where one of them lays their eggs on the floor and the other one just sort of like sprinkles their genetic material in the air and it's disgusting. And it's like a cloud of lobster jizz. <laughs> Which is a sentence I never thought I would say. You buddy. just said that. On but a there's lobster jizz flying all over the ocean. Don't go in there. It's a cesspool. Lobster jizz. Yeah, but I think that's what he's trying to get low. to. Yeah, and also while he was there, mm. while he was sitting in that hole, he would like occasionally try and like grab people nearby. Uh-huh. And when he was sleeping one time, they actually put rubber bands on his claws. So now he's less effective. Oh, because he's been such a he's been there for a while. He's so they have like smaller time. routes in and out of the village, like other caves, but like the main cave is blocked. The main cave is blocked, yeah. <clears throat> but they need that open. Yeah, and he keeps nabbing people. So that, yeah, yeah, you're. I love it. They, like a, somebody went and cast sleep so they could get rubber bands on him. Yeah, uh, yeah. And now big, he's back big, up and <laughs> snapping around. Big, big ass. There's there, there's this. It's weird. Uh, in our world, there is this really stretchy seaweed. Uh, that like you like it tends to grow in like these ovals that kind of connect mm-hmm. at the top and the bottom 
uh, and it's really, really strong, and it's kind of stretchy, uh, and the Tritons love using it for, like, binding things together. Like, you kind of, it flexes around and then closes in, and it, like, keeps things, uh, and that's what they used. Yeah, that's canon. That's a hundred, that's, that exists, that's canon. material. I want to escalate the stakes. The lobster's on fire. Okay. So we've got no, this lobster on fire yeah. with rubber bands around his hands. Okay. And he's stuck and he can't get his fuck on. Okay. How does so how what did, happens? Next? How did the lobster get on fire? Uh the players don't just, need this information, but as DMs, we would need to know. Well, I think it's just sort of like a uh Oh, that's why he's so big. It's a it's a elemental thing. He's he's a very mm. ancient creature. He's a rock like lobster. Little, He's a he's a molten rock lobster. Yes, Josh. Thank you. We were at the beach. <laughs> Everybody had matching towels. Okay, so we've got a rock giant rock lobster uh, who's got like yeah. thermal vents. Like he's really cool looking. Yeah, you just see like these bubbles when he's just sitting there, and if he gets angry, he's just like he's all this like dark chitinous rock, like and his yeah. closet. But they're band together by this elastic seaweed. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. And he's trying to get his fuck on, but he's stuck in this GD hole. (laughs) Okay. I love it. So then the players come along. Okay. Uh, About 13 minutes into this episode, the players finally show up. (laughs) (laughs) We have our setting, guys. What we have done is we have established our challenge and we have established the thing that they have to There are stakes here. Yes. This is dangerous. It's a little surf and turf. Steak and lobster. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they've got to either talk to this thing and try and get it out of the hole, see if it can, you know, be helped in any way, which if they try and wedge him out, they can get a little close to him, get a little heat, get a little damage on them. Mm, yeah, yeah, they yeah, get yeah. too close. Um, any clever way they could think of getting him out or, you know, anything anything he could think of to get him out would be cool. And he um, can go aggressive or friendly. Like, you can, you can persuade this creature, right? Like, he's got sentience yeah. enough to, like... He's got some anger, though. He's, he's, he's pissed. He's trying to fuck Josh. He's stuck in this hole and he's trying to fuck. I should try to spray his lobster shit. You may set the record for the F word in this podcast. Hey, listen, I gotta beat my own personal best. I'm. I'm. We should probably. We'll. we'll audience, count it up. Let us know how we did. Okay. Yeah, he's not molting anymore. He's gonna keep this shell, but he's trying to get it on. Okay. And he's stuck in this GD hole. I've been so really trying, baby. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So the players could, you know, go the social route and, you know, talk to him. Convince they could also just fucking kill him. And then they could hollow out his shell as like a little archway for the people to go in and out through. What a creative, gives a shit about this what a creative possible way of doing things. No, I'm just saying. They're but much smaller than he is. There are stakes to that, right? Like, if they kill him, he's probably going to thrash around and, you know, maybe oh, yeah, cause yeah. some earthquakes that come down on the village. So the villagers are like, maybe don't kill him. Try not to, you know. If things like, get there, you know, yeah. like, do it quick. Yeah. Otherwise, the whole thing's going to be destroyed. Yeah. And also, the rubber bands, uh, they keep his claws closed. So, like, if he, if he, they do slashing damage, they cut the rubber bands off, then he's got his pinches back. But... He could also, before the rubber band, used to, like, bludgeon people to death and stuff. Yeah, so, like, he does bludgeoning damage that's, like, decreased until you 
accidentally trigger whatever releases the pincers, whether it be like a slashing attack against them or whatever, but that could cause the damage to increase and become like piercing damage. Yeah. Mm, love it. Love it. Or you can like grab people then and they can like yeah, eat them. And then you've got this like static fight encounter where you're trying to get this freaking lobster out of this hole, but he's trying to kick your ass with giant, terrible pincers. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's just the combat route. That's the combat route. What are the other routes? What do we, what else we got for this encounter? He wanna... hasn't been sleeping well because of all the bad dreams. Josh, do you want to take it from here? Okay. Uh, so there is actually said. an evil druid in the Triton village who wants the rock lobster to stay in place because it allows him to keep a lot of the outsiders out of the village. People are like, I'm not going over near that fucking crazy lobster. Uh, so this evil druid has been inserting bad dreams and making this creature not sleep well in an attempt to make it more aggressive than it actually is so now we've got an intrigue element in the village i want to raise the stakes raise them raise them for me the druid's on fire (laughs) okay tell us more how did the druid get on fire that was a joke the druid's not on fire that would give away the fact that they're evil obviously oh yes fire is always evil Unless oh, the druid is on fire. Okay. The reason for it. Yes. They're siphoning the lobster's elemental energies away. That's why the lobster is there. Yes, he wants them. <laughs> That's it's it's I almost like up a his milkshake. It, it's like a reverse patron pact. Where it's literally like a like a warlock druid. Yeah. Well, maybe it's just a warlock. Their... Screw the druid. Let's make it a warlock. Fuck it. Yeah. yeah sure. Yeah, it's a Triton the, warlock. Yeah, the Triton warlock has trapped its patron energy. in front of this village. It's gathered its lobster jizz in a little jar. And it, no, no, we'll no. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a warlock. Okay. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's a warlock. Yeah, it's a warlock. I would be really curious to see if that part of the show makes it in. Uh, you'll you're... you'll see what kind of magic I can do, or I'll just forget it. I'll like not notice this part because I went to go get something and then publish it. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, it's a warlock. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's a warlock. We made it a warlock. That's beautiful. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah. It's a, a weird thing. They can hide the fire sometimes, but only occasionally. Mm. So that's so like, why they sneak out, and when people see them, they hide the fire, so they don't know it's immediately The obvious. fire tends to go off if the lobster is aggravated. Yes, because they have that connection. Mm-hmm. So when the lobster starts boiling and thrashing, and the warlock starts to like exude this weird like kind of blue flame under the water that boils the water around it. And also when the warlock uses its magic, it causes the lobster to thrash and become angry sometimes. Mm -hmm. So it's like this vicious cycle. Yeah. And that's why the warlock doesn't practice magic in front of the other villagers. The other villagers are like, yeah, there's this one dude. uh, Like, for some reason, we introduce the dude, whatever. But he just seems like a pretty regular guy, but he, like, disappears. Or they. They, sorry. Pretty regular them. Yes, thank you. Um, Well done. Um, what if, so like if the the party makes it publicly known, or like maybe they get sent to this druidic figure, this warlock person, because like, oh yeah, they know most about the lobster to go talk to them. I don't talk know. To them. And then they go talk to the warlock and they're like, oh yeah, we're going to go try and kill it, get it out of the hole, whatever. And the warlock's like, don't do that. No. Oh, that's, that's dangerous. Don't go there. Yes. But they do. Then the warlock shows up, starts fighting them while they're trying to get the lobster out there. 
different combat encounter. Yeah, different combat encounter. Or they they like maybe there's some evidence in this warlock's house too, of like <gasps> he some sort of connection to the lobster. Like when they pass the lobster, maybe there are like these arcane etchings on the side of the lobster's like like carapace. And when they Ooh. go to his house, there's a piece of evidence with the same etchings on it. And there's a connection made there if the players recognize it. So now we're lacing in that intrigue element, right? Yeah, intrigue. Yeah. So then they're like, wait a minute. And then they like start asking around. And there are things like, yeah, I don't know. Like the warlock like sometimes goes out to check on the lobster at night, like in the dark. Uh, kind of mm-hmm. like... And they start to dig into it. And then there could be like a court or justice thing as well, right? Like we've gathered enough evidence to show that this guy is bad. Nice. So just to like supplement that, the two combat encounter styles things we've gotten. Okay. So really three, because there's warlock confronted by himself. If they get like half the evidence, there's mm-hmm. just attacking the lobster. And there is, um, there is the warlock makes his way to the lobster and they fight as a pair against the, adventurers interesting hmm. so many different options you can approach the same There's subject with so josh going on it's crazy don't you think that's very interesting which really is the beauty of the encounter because there's also dms will look at this encounter and go well, you know what we're gonna do something very different just using these set pieces because and the players They're... might also do something completely different they could convince the lobster that he actually doesn't need to fuck yeah he could become celibate and he could become like a guardian to the city. Or they could go out and find the lobster a mate to come there for him. Well, he still need, would need to get out of the... Do yeah, you know how they, fucking works? No, I've never... Very hard to I've, do when you're trapped I've in never, someone's hole. I, 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 you had to explain to me how lobster intercourse works earlier. Uh, and I've also yeah. never had... The spraying and whatnot any sort is very of hard to do while stuck ever. in a cave. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean, like you bring still, like you bring a mate, like and 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 like help it, like another giant lobster would make it easier to get out of that big ass hole. It's true, and he would feel he would feel love, and it would be soft. The giant lobster would have love. Yeah, I wonder if he cooks himself because of how on fire he is. Probably not. There's just another option of like, he's immune to being boiled. He's immune to boil. Okay. That's the condition he's immune to is boiled. And the players also could just like dig their way around him if they figured out a good way to do it. Too. They could make another fucking entrance if they really wanted to put the time into it. Yeah, and they could mold earth to like shift things around a little bit after a while. They could. Yeah, the lobster could just be completely changed. Like, yeah, I'm I'm good here. Yeah. I, I like it here. It's safe. It's yeah. quiet. I like looking out at the distance. Yeah. Grab food when it comes by. Yeah. And it's like, okay, we'll make another entrance. Um, See you later, bro. Don't kill anyone if they come by. It's like, yeah, that's fine. Nice. Good deal. Ten out of ten. What you else? Know where I can get some fuck. <laughs> Sorry, never mind. He's chill. I forgot this one's chill. Oh, he, I mean, he might, might be, might not. Depends on what. Well, if he's d- chill, he already has tons of fuck. Josh, come on. Is that how that works? Uh huh. That explains why you're so chill all the time. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course it does. <laughs> oh man. This is possibly our most inappropriate episode of all time, and I love it. I'll show it to all our sponsors. Oh, wait, you don't have any? Now we're fine. Yeah, we're gold. <laughs> okay. So, so what is there anything else we want to add to this encounter? What, what, what do, we, do we need to... We're not going to go crazy into, like, naming everything and, like, like, like 
are we or are we not? No, I don't think we need to name all this stuff. Not until we re- revisit this village in two months or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> we're like, oh, crap, we never did that. Eh, whatever. I, I think mean, this is a pretty solid. This is also one of those almost random table encounters where like, oh, you're under the sea. You need an adventure. Roll on the table. Oh, you got the lobster fuck one. It could not even lead to a village. It could just lead to like a treasure or something. Yeah, something like there's hidden, something back there, right? What? Okay, let's add something. Let's add a new aspect. Mm-hmm. What secret does the lobster have? What's his secret? Mm. What's he, What is he hiding? What is he protecting? What knowledge is he protecting? What is the lobster protecting? Or what's in the cave that he's protecting? Maybe it's not a village. Maybe it's like a old thing. I still like the warlock pact thing. So maybe his old warlock who has since left him there uh, is has some sort of magical item or tome in there that's got some really powerful magic. Uh, oh, here it here here we go. Here's a different encounter. We're completely going off the rails. The lobster's trapped in the cave, but it's that he was put in the cave as a wee baby, magically imbued by the warlock, and kept growing and growing and growing until he was too big to get out of the cave. But the cave on the inside is big enough for the lobster to move around. He just can't get out of the cave. And so then you've got a whole... He's trapped in the cave. Yeah, he's trapped in the cave by his size. So he's still got some mobility. There's a giant lobster in there. And then the party could come in and be like, hey, buddy, I tell you what, trade-off, you let us see what's in the back there, we open this hole big enough for you to get out. We help you get out of here. We cast enlarge reduce on you and take you out, or we, you know, like, use dimension door. Why is too big for that? But you know what I mean? Like, hmm. like there's also that as well. Interesting. He's like an so abandoned not be able pet. to just smash himself out. Yeah, it's it's too maybe like the tunnel is too deep. Like there's a long tunnel yeah. that's too long for him to like smash his way out and there's uh and it's too small for him now that he's gotten so large. Gotcha. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Again, this is my mind. Maybe the reason the but lobster like, um... is so large <laughs> is because there is a political amulet. <laughs> No, no, no political literature. There's an amulet around its neck or embedded in its carapace that makes it gargantuan by activating it. And that is the true treasure. And that's something you want to put in the hands of your players. I, You know what I mean? Like it would need to be like tailored and, and <laughs> No, I, I get it. But you get what I maybe, mean, right? Maybe like, I like what you meant. Like it's stuck in his mm-hmm. body somewhere. There's he something can't pull making it out. him that big. But if you pull it out, it's like a necklace of enlarge. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or whatever that he's just had on him. This it's been on him so long, it. continually activating that he's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. If a normal yeah, if person it out, puts it on, down enough to get out. Yeah, and if, if if you put it on a normal person, they just get enlarged on them. They don't get made gargantuan. You know what I mean? Like like once a day. Yeah. This. Yeah. Once. Obviously not cut on and off, on and off. <laughs> big small, yeah, big small. But you know insane. what I mean? Like right? Like do that. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. I like that. That's good. That's interesting. We have like five different encounters going right now. Really, I want to lower the stakes. Okay. The medallion is cold. Why is it cold? Be- um, just because. <laughs> I love it. Magic or something. The cold there you go. stakes lowered. Yeah. 
It's a cold medallion. It's a medallion of coolness. Makes you super cool when you put it on. It makes you super cool. And everybody knows but giant in temperature are cool. Alone. <laughs> Only in temperature has nothing to do with your social standing. Can't stress that enough. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, it will make you look like a super loser, actually, if you put it on. <laughs> so it's an ironic item. Have we really accomplished anything this. with this session? <laughs> yeah, the lobster thing. Yeah. It's a great idea. All okay. those are great okay. ideas. So these are all different encounters we've made for you all, and they will all be in our world. We're actually going to have the lobster table. Uh, if you're under the sea, there is just a giant lobster table, and it's a D6 of different giant lobster adventures. Yeah, they, these will all be released in uh, the Candlelight Archives coming out in March. Candlelight Archives? Isn't that what that book is called? Oh, you're talking about the d book? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, where did that name we come did not from? Get in that. That's good. We did not get asked to be part of that book. Contemporary. Which is, uh, just means they haven't listened to this podcast, clearly. Clearly, obviously. If they heard Have this I, specific wait. episode, they would be like, you know who we should get to help write in our wizard's book? The guys who talk about lobster sex for 30 minutes. <laughs> Chapter 6 ocean of jizz <laughs> john <laughs> jeremy crawford you know where to find me somebody's gonna add him with this please at jeremy crawford yes yeah, send episode. jeremy crawford this episode of lore dump please mm. oh, it's our big sell he has to hear our magnum opus before we get canceled. By nobody <laughs> He'll be like, you're not allowed to do D&D anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The best part is, I don't even know if that's how lobsters mate. <laughs> I defer to I'm you. I'm just guessing. I know nothing about lobsters. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They like they're the water. They're trash. They used to sell them or give them to prisoners to eat because they're garbage fish. Really? Yep. Wait, did you actually not know that? I had no idea. Tell us more. Yeah, uh, lobsters used to be considered prisoner food because they were bottom feeders. Um, and now they're like fancy. And people, people have tricked food. themselves by uh, completely coating it in butter to make them think it's delicious. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. I like a little bit of lobster. I do. Gross. I'm sorry. I struggle with catfish. This is a weird conversation we're on, though. We should probably probably get back on the road. Every Friday, so. Sean, let's move on to the next part of the show. What's that, Josh? That's where we answer questions. Lobster biology. Uh, no, what was the questions? one you wanted to do? No, let's no, do what's yours the, this time. Can you we tell us the one mine. you... What's, oh, it's weird. The question actually is, uh, Dear Mr. Shikadance, please tell me about lobster biology. Oh, I didn't mean to send that. Um, you can delete that one. Let's go to the next question. Oh, okay. The, the question right after that uh, is from a wonderful guys. So we're we're in the question answering segment of the show. If you didn't know, uh, and it's from a wonderful <laughs> friend of our show, member of the tweet community on our Discord, submitted this, and that's Dead. Uh, and Dead asks, "How Dead do you ask. encourage players that feel they aren't creative enough to come out of their shell and really get into their character's role play?" And I really adore this question. Honestly, it's a great question. It's a beautiful question. It is jarring that we selected this really beautiful, like, important question to put after the lobster sex episode. The most important conversation we've had so far. I agree. Yeah. 
Well, Dad, thank you for this amazing question. Uh, it's really good. So, I mean, Sean, what do you think? What do I think? What do you think? Yeah. How do you encourage players that feel like they aren't creative enough to come out of their shell and really get into their character's role play? How do you encourage them? How do I encourage them? Yeah. How do you you get them going? Um, Hmm. I don't know. I mean, listen, some people aren't comfortable talking in another person's voice. Some people don't want to say I as their character. They want to say my character or so-and-so, whatever their character's name is, and just describe what they do. They don't want to role-play first person. That's just not how they're built, and that's not what they're comfortable with. That's fine. That's fine if they just want to say, oh, Grethdar walks up to the bar and gets a drink. They don't need a voice. They don't need to like, say I do this or I do that. I think that's cool. I think it's fine. If you're not role-playing, you're playing the wrong game. Um, So I don't 100% know what this person means by encouraging them to role-play. Because if you're not... If you're playing D&D, in a way, you are role-playing. Mm. If that makes sense. Well, I, I think it's that awkward in-between where people are interested enough in the game to want to do it, but they're not comfortable enough to really like act like their character. And Sean makes a good point. They don't have to be. You can play yeah. a game and enjoy it without, like, you know, you see all of us and we're really big, lay on thick with the role play. But not everybody has to play D&D that way. So that is a good yeah. point. If you want to help guide people to become comfortable role playing, because the sole reason they're not play- role playing is comfortability, uh, how might you do that? If they were interested and it just took helping them out of their shell like a lobster, uh, so to speak. Hmm. They aren't creative enough. It says they aren't creative enough to come out of their shell. Well, now it says players that feel they aren't creative enough. It doesn't it doesn't imply that. No, they're... no, I know, but that's that's what they're saying. They're not saying they don't know how to do it. They feel like they aren't creative enough. Mm. That's just horseshit. Everyone's creative enough to pretend to be somebody else. You just have to do shit, and the character will fall into place as you just mm-hmm. do random things. Yeah. I, I, so here's what I've seen work the best. Role play at them. Don't expect them to respond in role play immediately. It takes time. But if, especially if you have a, or you have a player at your tabletop who role plays heavily and they're confident about it, it looks like a hell of a lot of fun. And if somebody else is being a bigger idiot over here with their role play, it makes people more comfortable seeing them kind of being goofy to go ahead and slip into their own role play. Like I, I've watched tables completely change over nine, 10 sessions because one player person was a heavy role player and they were just kind of stuck with it and did it. And the rest of the players eventually were like, well, this person is role playing at me. I'm just going to respond as my character and then it slowly kind of turns into comfortability. Because um, it's not, it a, like it's a, not a switch. Thing. It's something that people develop over time. Yeah, but that sounds... that The situation you've described is a luxury where you, the DM, have a perfect role player at your table who you can bounce off of and show that role playing is fun. Mm. So you're saying, like, what if there's... A, in your scenario, there's, like... And this is many tabletops are you, like... Josh, we are going to... We are going to role play. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, this is going to be fun. Okay, Josh, clear uh-huh. your mind of all the lobster stuff and everything. That's out of here. That's first half of the episode, right? Okay. You are a DM at a table of players mm-hmm. who all are uncomfortable role-playing. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Well, I don't want to force it on them to begin with. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not role-playing this because this is really hard for me role to role-play. Uh, you want me to role-play it? Yeah, do it. Show the show the well, class. Well, well, howdy there, everybody. Welcome to our first session. Uh, it's super great to have you here. Uh, I'm I'm pumped. Boy, howdy, uh, everybody! Get out of here, nerd. Well, <laughs> hold on. Boom. Let me get my uh, shut up stick. Where's that? Oh, here it is. Hey, say nerd again. Oh, that's a shotgun. What the fuck? Yeah, say nerd again. Nerd again. Get the fuck out of my house. Oh God! Don't I'm do not that. Leaves. Uh, <laughs> no, we'll do it for real now. So, how would you how would you interact with these people who are not comfortable? So again, again, there's no expectation for role play. So that's mm-hmm. first things first with the DM. Sean established that out of the gate. It's absolutely true. There's no need to be uh, expecting anybody to do anything they're not comfortable with. That should be a key tenant of any D and D table. Like it's just Correct. wrong on so many levels. But. If you want people to be more comfortable, if my table is completely new, my characters will interact with them in character. Mm-hmm. And I don't expect them to immediately interact, right? I will, as a DM, I will role play. I don't expect them to role play. Usually, in my experience, they slowly start to role play back. Gotcha. And if they don't, you're playing a different game and you're just going to have to settle with that or decide to do something a little bit different interesting it's it's really a matter of introducing them to it and showing them it, that it's fun and getting them comfortable enough because there are a lot a lot of first time tables there are two or three people who don't know each other you know what i mean there's yeah. also that like there's familiarity so you have to build rapport um that's it, most D tables yeah and you will see that like the long-term D tables there's the reason that these players think of their friends around the table as some of their closest friends and it's because you kind of show not weakness, but you show a a weird side of yourself to these people and you become yeah. comfortable with them. it's it's all comfortability. For for lack of a better term, it's very intimate. It is intimate. It's 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 a sh- it's like this opening up of yourself to complete strangers that is this kind of intimacy you don't expect it to be until you're sitting there and you're like, I don't wanna do this. I don't know these people. Yeah. I don't wanna act goofy in front of them. They're not my friends. <laughs> but and you slowly develop yeah. that rapport, you develop that comfortability, and as a DM, you can help guide that by exactly. being the one to take the step, being the one to be the goofball. I've also heard people who, um, I've never done this, because luckily I've been fortunate enough to only know like theater majors and shit that I've played with, <laughs> or people very interested in playing in character. Um, but I've heard of other people who had this problem, and they would do what you said. They talk to their players in character and you know, and say they would either say, what does your character respond with? Or how does your character respond? And then they would say whatever they said. But if they talked in character, they would do something that most DMs never do in their life. They would award inspiration. Mm, That's a good one. (laughs) That long forgotten arcane tradition (laughs) of awarding players inspiration. Give them, give them a reward for it. That's always valid. Exactly. But it's just like a little hint that you've done something correctly and over the top. It's not, you know, you've done something good and correct, but you've gone above and beyond and 
you know, you're rewarded for it. I do. I do another thing similar to that, which is if a player role plays persuading one of my NPCs, as opposed to saying I attempt to persuade the NPC. God, I hate that. The DC changes. If your yeah. character actually persuades my NPC, the DC goes down. Uh, and you don't have to say I do that to the players. They will eventually pick up on it. Uh, and if they don't, then, you know, it's just a bit of a harder thing for them to deal with. Uh, and that's also a reward. Like, if if a tactic works, then people tend to begin to lean into that. So I will, like, yeah, if, if a player just says, I persuade, usually the DC is much higher because what have you persuaded me of? Um, whereas if a player is like, I, here's the reasons you should do this. My character is telling you them. Then I'm like, okay, you know what? Consider me already leaning towards convinced. Now, there are people who would say, Josh, that mm. um, you don't have to do that for athletic or dexterous feats. You don't have to display how you do it. You would just roll and uh, it would work. How would you dissuade those opinions at your table? I still change the DC. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is genuinely true. If a character says, uh, or a player says for their character, my character runs over here, bounces off of this rock, parkours off of that wall and lands on the thing, the DC goes down because they've just created a picture through roleplay that makes sense for how they've accomplished this goal. If they say, I want to jump over that with athletics, I say, okay, the DC remains where it is because they haven't told me how they're going to do it. Um I, I treat them all the same way. I know persuasion is a much easier example, but even with like, if if a character, if a player gives a description, mm -hmm. reward it with an easier time achieving a goal or with a really cool response to it. That's the other thing is this is also, as a DM, you respond to them. So when a player does try to role play, lean into it, lean into it hard because they'll That's go, oh nice. yeah, this is worth it. If they that encourages them again it's about encouragement it's about compassion and 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 comfort building that's good advice that's all really good stuff solid advice yeah i would say the only way that i would only through role play and giving me an actual reason will i ever give people discounts in stores yep it's the only way i will let you haggle is if you convince me in real life that what you're proposing is a good business venture for this individual. If you say, how about it's a hundred gold cheaper? I, Sean at the table will tell you to get the fuck out of here. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. You're really good about that. Yeah. But if time. someone's like, Hey, you know, maybe give us like a little discount. We'll spread your name around, you know, we'll give you a little kickback. We'll throw in, you know, some other shit down the road, bring more people here. Then it's like, okay. Yeah, sure. Why not? But and that goes for like if you are trying to convince a guard to move for you and you just say persuasion. Again, I I don't I don't say like it's an absolute no, but the DC is like a twenty five. Whereas you if you have a conversation with them, it goes down again. Twenty five is an arbitrary number. It's really dependent upon a lot of variables. But yeah, like it. Yeah, it's the players can't just say persuasion and expect the world to roll over for them. Uh, role playing will give them more opportunity for sure someone should tell players that hey guys you should listen through the sex part of our lobster podcast where we tell you about uh how it is to your benefit to it's just uh, you and me here 
to uh it's just you and this me. is just the two of us nobody else is ever is ever going to listen no one's to gonna it. swim through that ocean it's full of anyways so people got 15 us... minutes in this part we can just hang out because everyone gave up yeah i'm pretty sure we're alone down here that's cool it's nice it's roomy yeah any, any other thoughts dude just between you and i now that the audience isn't listening any big secrets you want to give big secrets my yeah. biggest secret of all your deepest darkest player encouragement secret role-playing game. i want to up the stakes okay that merfolk village is on fire i thought you were gonna say set the players on fire <laughs> <laughs> the ones the ones that don't role play set them light fire. them ablaze yep. tell, you're not tell responsible for session. any uh, any arson that you commit <laughs> oh god no we're not this is uh jokes jokes parody yeah, parody, parody. Stuff. uh every time you get a new table of new players uh-huh. You tell them that you'll have to cover them in the traditional role-playing kerosene. Mm. And if they don't do a good enough job, you, you will set them on fire. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> That'll inspire some brilliant performances. <laughs> you would cry. You would swear you were in that tavern. These players are not players. They the are smoke. characters. Yeah. <laughs> And the one that doesn't is the example. <laughs> God, this is a horrible episode. We really, really butchered this episode. We went dark. I have to do something big for the next one to make up for it. Ooh. I'm getting an idea. Two lobsters. On fire. <laughs> oh my God, we're geniuses. <laughs> What what's a what's a podcast award? Like there was a casty. The ca- sure yeah, let's get a. Casty. We're gonna get a golden casty for this one. The double lobster fire episode. They're like, oh, you see that? They put two lobsters on fire. That's Check off the lobster box on our grading chart because it's fucking stupid. <laughs> Guys, this has been Lordum, where we has it. Build a world before your very ears. Yeah. I don't know if we did that today. I think we assaulted their ears with horrible imagery, but no, this was good. Yeah. Hey, this was this was hey, a good one. You know how we did a really really good job answering that question in between being idiots. If people wanted us to answer their questions, uh, where would they send those questions, Sean? Under the sea. Under the sea. Oh wait, also. Lordumquestions at gmail.com or on Instagram and Twitter at The Lore Dump. Oh my gosh, so good. And if they want to catch other episodes of The Lore Dump, well, where would they go? I just remembered Sebastian was actually a crab. So forget I sang that song. What was your question, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> my question was, Sean, if they wanted to ask us questions... No, we did that part. If they wanted to listen to other episodes of Lore Dump, they could do they that uh, anywhere podcasts are found, including Spotify. Uh, I have to still remember, or it's also on iTunes. Yes, yeah. it is on iTunes. That's good. Uh, or anywhere else, any of your other podcast uh, aggregate sites. Mm-hmm. You can also listen to it on our YouTube channel, where we're uploading all the older episodes and then eventually the newer ones weekly. Uh, we will also be that's it that's the last one that's it and 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 sean where can they find you what 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 is your 
internet what pseudonym. Is this, interview? You're yeah. not interviewing me. This is I paid you the, good money for this interview. If they made it to this episode without knowing who I am, I don't know what you guys are doing with your time. <laughs> I am Mr. Shikadance. I work at the Welcome Inn. I am on Lord Up with Josh, and I run a game called Off the Rails. It is in podcast form, and you can search for it. It's just about everywhere, except iTunes. Because <laughs> I need to get on that. <laughs> and I'm Josh, the governor. I also walk, work at the Welcome Inn with Sean doing D&D stuff. I run a campaign there, too. It's a pretty good campaign. We have fun. Uh, you should join us. It's on Saturday. What's it called? It's called <laughs> Conundrum Company. Thank you. You said everything but the name, and I was like, Josh, come on. Tell the people where to find it. You can find it on twitch.tv slash welcome in every Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern. It's a very good show. It's a very good show. This last portion uh, took a different turn than I thought it would. We really just... We really... This episode... We should never record this late again. <laughs> yes, this late. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me, it's 8.30. Oh. Yeah, this late. <laughs> You wonder why I'm talking about lobster games. <laughs> Is 8.30 late for you? For recording and doing stuff for adults, yeah. Mm, that's pretty you're right. This is our be feral time. I, I This is my feral energy I've cut into your feral time, and I apologize for mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. I don't get to run myself around the yard anymore because of all the COVID. Oh, my God. So I just pent up in my little bedroom. Here. The screens. Yeah. Day in and day out lobsters this episode continues to be <laughs> over <laughs> a i want to be where the people is I wanna see wanna see them dancing more strolling around on those what are they called again? Leg? feet oh. <laughs> up where they walk up where they run up where the stakes are as hot as the sun. Set it on fire. Yeah. Wondering free. Wish I could be a Lord Dumpy. And 